The cars were stopped on King, right there, waiting for the light to change. Roxanne Keyes lit another cigarette and told the detectives exactly what she saw happen then. A guy got out of the Volvo, the passenger side, walked back to this one and shot that guy in the head. Then he walked back to the car, got in, and it drove away. She didn't tell them. She was pretty sure she knew the driver of the Volvo. He just walked? She was about to say, no, he swaggered like you guys, but she said, yeah, he just walked. That was half an hour ago. Since then, the uniformed cops had closed off the street. The crime scene guys had taken thousands of pictures and thrown a tarp over the corpse in the SUV. The crowd that had gathered on the sidewalk was already starting to drift away. People on the Starbucks patio, the witnesses who had given their driver's license information to the uniformed cops, were restless, waiting for the detectives. Half an hour, and the feeling of being part of a special event, a big deal in Toronto, was gone. They were complaining about places they had to be, even though they hadn't been there much longer than it would have taken them to drink their coffees. Roxanne had made one more phone call to Maurice Abernathy, lowering the price again. Jesus, to seventeen fifty a square foot for a lousy 20,500 square feet in the only listing she had. A half-empty reno they called the Toy Works. He still wouldn't take it, but he wouldn't turn her down either, just wasting her time. She told him what she had seen, right there in front of her, and he'd said, That's a great scene. Maurice produced cheap action movies, using Toronto to look like some American city, but his business was going down steadily as the Canadian dollar was rising. He'd said, I might be able to use that, and Roxanne was going to tell him about the driver, about how she thought she knew the guy, but then she started to think maybe she could use it too. What she'd wanted to do was reach into her purse, get one of the joints out of her tampon case and fire it up. Get lost in the moment. All this activity. Let everything going on all around her turn into one dull hum. And just float on the buzz. Forget about the deep, deep shit she'd gotten herself into. But she never was very good at just letting things happen. So she wondered, how could she make this work for her? But the detectives arrived, and now she was telling them everything. Almost everything. They weren't arguing, shouting at each other. The younger, good-looking detective was asking all the questions. He looked to be early thirties, the same as Roxanne, and he looked like he went to the gym a little more often than she did. The other one, the black one with the shaved head who looked like a football player whose name Roxanne couldn't remember— didn't seem too interested. No, not that I noticed. I was just sitting down. Did they seem to know each other? I don't know. So, for no reason, this guy just got out of his car, walked to the next one in line, and blew some guy's head all over King Street? Most of it hit that bike courier, Roxanne said. Then, I'm sure he had a reason, detective. People have all kinds of reasons for what they do. Like Roxanne had a reason for not mentioning that she was pretty sure she knew the guy driving the car. Maybe if she could remember where she knew him from...